Hello listeners, welcome back to Stand Your Ground, a WHR podcast. Today we will be discussing what types of businesses and what types of industry um, PEOs of WHR look into. So today we're here with Ashley and I'm Amanda and I'll be asking Ashley some questions about the industry of the PEO and certain businesses sizes that we help. So what industry sectors or business sizes are does our PEO focus on? Really any. Um, We do specialize in like logistics and warehousing, Um, but ultimately any industry, as long as our carrier approves it, um, we will approve and we will um, we will take on examples of an industry that our carrier will most likely say no to would be like. Um, construction-based industry where there's a lot more higher risk involved um, as far as, you know, for example, roofing, you know. So the, if an industry has a more potential of a higher risk, that's where we're going to have to, you know, talk more with the carrier and see if they would um, say yes to it. But if it's just an overall exclusion to any insurance, then um, that's when, that's really the only thing. And has the carrier said no to other things other than roofing? Is it mainly just more construction-based um, operations? It's more construction-based operations or anything that has the more higher risk. Um, and so, like, for instance, we don't say, like, we won't say no to any, like, specific business size, okay. you know. So, hey, if you're a local business and you want more information on a PEO, we can definitely help you as well. You know, we're not talking about just corporate industry, corporate companies, we're talking about anyone. You know, if you're, if you're privately owned, if you have, you know, one location, hey, come over to WHR and we'll, if we can help you out, we will. When you talk about risks and, you know, the insurance may not take on certain risks, we cover risks. So like, let's say an, an employee getting injured, that's like a risk or like our risk mitigation offerings, like what does that entail? So it's going to do, be dependent on, when I say um, the higher the risk, it's going to be like the industry, you know. So right off the bat, you know, construction is going to be a higher risk because they're dealing with heights, you know. They're dealing with more, you know, kind of like power poles and, you know, that machines and like that kind of stuff. So that is, that puts the injury in that industry at a higher risk than an injury let's say at a restaurant you yeah. know so um so that's what they um, take into consideration um the carrier when i say they um will take into consideration whether they're going to approve or not and with our services such as like risk mitigation what would that like entail for a certain business like let's say a restaurant for something um, so with the risk mitigation um, side of our services, we would look into what are the potential injuries. What are the potential injuries in that industry? When you think of restaurants, you know there's going to be a potential for maybe slip, trip, and falls. For slip, trip, and falls, where we will go in to the client, we'll go there and help them train their employees. Maybe let's say make sure that they're wearing those you know non-slip rubber shoes. Make sure that they're wearing the proper footwear. Making sure that there's, you know, proper mats on the floor. Um, 
and everything and making sure that, you know, if it is a wet floor, they have the proper signage up, you know. So we'll, when we go, we we go to the actual location and we will do, a, um, we call it uh, what's called a risky bath. So we'll go and we'll walk it even um, before it's approved as well. And those will essentially let us know if they're up to OSHA standards. If there's areas that need to be improved, let's say, since we're staying on the restaurant topic, let's just say maybe their kitchen doesn't have, you know, those rubber mats on the ground and everything. Um, we would notate that in our risky valve, and then that could be a correction that we would go, we would then go back and follow up. Okay, did you correct this and everything? So it's not just we go in once and that's it. Okay. We we help as much as we can um, to make sure that we are helping our client prevent injuries before they become injured. And for our services, do we go specifically with the sophomore risk um, side of it? Do we go into every single business and like that agrees with us? Is that a part of like our service? Like we'll go in, assess, and then come back sporadically or periodically to come and just make sure that they're following like the standards and regulations in place? Good question, yes. <laughs> um, we are, we try to go out there as much as we can and we'll, we'll be at, we will try to be as hands-on as our clients as well too. With that, we do try to go out at least every six months, um, every six months to every once, at least once a year, um, to do a, a risky valve, just to do a site walk, um, just to make sure everything is still in place from like the first day that we walk it to the next time that we're there, everything should be the same. Making sure that they have all the proper documents in line. You know, a lot of, um, everyone needs to have an IIPP, it's an injury and illness prevention program. Um, everyone needs to have, you know, like their OSHA logs and everything. So we, we make sure that those kind of documents are there and they're in place. Um, so that way, if OSHA does randomly decide to do a walk and everything, they're already prepared. They're already going to have everything. They already know that, okay, everything's already up to OSHA standards as far as, like, you know, keeping the floors dry and aisles cleared and everything. So, um, really, there's should be no stress for our clients <laughs> um, if that was to happen. So, is it hard for businesses that don't pair with a PEO like ours um, to meet OSHA standards? Like, have has a lot of businesses paired with us because they aren't able to uphold those standards and they get put on fine? Easier in the sense that we're there to help. Okay. Rather than if they didn't have WHR, then they wouldn't have us to help them. Mm -hmm. You know, making sure that, you know, we're the, kind of like the second eyes for them, you know, making sure, oh, hey, let's, you should do this, you know, or you're missing this here um, and everything. So it does help reduce any of those kind of fines that they could potentially have if they didn't have a PPA with them and help right being kind of like right there holding their hand helping them. Yeah. I know that for certain businesses, like, you know, as a business owner, you see your business every day, you may not catch the little things that go catch as like an outside company going in and just noticing certain things like that. So what we specialize in, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just more for like our Ocalans, we that may be listening. What do you think that, like, are we more equipped to work with, you know, certain local businesses or any type of business? Ocala specifically, we are the, we are 
the only PEO that is actually headquartered in Ocala. Um, so as far as being local goes, I don't, you can't get any more local than that. <laughs> um, we could be your neighbor, you know, <laughs> so um, definitely we would be more available locally to local businesses and everything. Um, but that's not to say that we're not going to branch out of Ocala. You know, okay. we will drive, you know, to you to do your work, to do your, um, work site visits. Um, we will, um, we're, we will, we'll be there. Feet on the ground. <laughs> so more of like a Florida business, but more local to Ocala. And, you know, we have a lot of local businesses here. I think that's a really great opportunity to, for them to come into our doors and our, us to go to their doors and be like, hey. You know, we're also a local business, and all we want to do is help. Yes, yes, we want to help. We want to help you with any needs that you have. Um, even just, you know, we. one of the main purposes of this podcast is to get that education of what PEOs are out there. Um, and so if you don't know what a PEO is, and if you don't know how a PEO can benefit your company, reach out to us. <laughs> We're here to help. We'll answer questions if you have any questions. And, you know, and if, if we're a right fit for you, then hey, let's move forward. And I wanted to know, like, let's say I had a local business or a business in general. And how would I approach you guys to get our services started? What is the kind of the beginning of getting our getting a tailored service, because I know we specialize in like tailored services and pay-as-you-go. So what would I do other than reaching out? Like, how would the process? Um, well, the process would start either we reached out to you or you, you reach out to us. That's always going to start that way. Um, and then if you have questions about any specific services, like if you have questions about, you know, the workers' comp, or if you have questions about payroll, then, you know, obviously the conversation would start um, and then if it's the needs that you're looking for, then we would go through the um, quoting and the submission process. Um, Is it a long process? No, not at all. Um, I think we touched base on it on another episode. Um, but just to recap what was said there is um, for the submissions, what we need is you know, previous payroll, um, accords. The accord is basically a workers' comp application form, um, and then um, lost runs. The lost runs are carrier generated. So if you were with the carrier previously, they would give you your lost runs, which is just a report, a recap of any injuries that was reported under your business. Um, and then we would submit that over to the carrier. They would approve it within. You know, I would say 24 to 48 hours to get an approval, um, and then and then we can send it all out. Awesome. So, I think that's clarified kind of yeah. our services a little bit and more. And then once you get the quote from us, if you say yes, then we will start. I mean, depending on if you're transitioning from another company or not, I mean, you'd have to go along with whatever those contract terms are as far as canceling and everything. But essentially, if you do not have any cancellation terms or anything like that with any previous um, companies, we could essentially start the next day if you, if you say yes, you know, like, so we are very tailored in that aspect, um, 
if you, you know, we do have ASO programs as well, which is administrative services only. Um, so there's different service packages, if you, I guess if you want to call it that, um, that we can provide to meet anyone's needs. Awesome. Well, thank you for clarifying, uh, clarifying a little bit more about WHR and what we're bringing to the community here and in Florida in general. Um, and I think it's important to note that our HR services, human resources, um, if you have a bit, if you have a team already, we're not trying to replace it, are we? No, no, we're not trying to replace anyone's team. If you already have an HR department, we kind of just would work hand in hand with them um, because essentially if you submit the payroll over to us, your HR department would be doing that. And then, um, you know, and then they would work with our payroll department. Um, so it's... <laughs> We're just here to help. Yes, yes. So thank you, Ashley, for clarifying a little bit more about WHR. And we just want to reiterate that WHR is here to help. Any business of any size, anywhere in Florida. Um, but we're especially excited to get started in Ocala, being the first one, especially. Yes, and if you have any questions, you can always email us. Um, our email is info at whrassociates.com. And um, any questions that come through there, we'll either answer via email or we'll answer on one of our episodes. Yes. Well, thank you guys for listening and tune in next time.